0: Hello, hello, and welcome back. It's been a long time since our last podcast. Uh, My name's Mark. I'm joined, as before, by Megan, my wife. Hi, Megan.
1: Hello. Um,
0: And the reason we decided to do another podcast now is because we spent the last weekend at Star Wars Celebration Europe in London. And we thought it would be uh, a fun way to sort of wrap it up by coming on here and um, talking a bit about our experiences, what we saw, what we did. Um and the whole celebration thing. Really? Yeah, just so. the
1: experience of it all because it was a it was a first for us. We've never been to a celebration before. Nope.
0: So No, we've never been to a celebration. I've only ever been to one convention before this, which was a couple of years ago in Nottingham, which was an absolute disaster, so we don't (laughs) tend to talk about that very much. You've been to
1: some. I've been to some. Um, I went to a general sci-fi convention in San Francisco many years ago, and met Anthony Daniels there very briefly, um, and he was very nice. And I've also been to a Star Trek convention um, when we lived near Fresno in California, and that was a lot of fun. But otherwise, that's... My convention experience.
0: Yeah, and this was never done anything on this scale before. This was the whole weekend of traveling down there and being up early every day, and we really sort of didn't know what to expect with that side of it. You know, we've seen all the stories of what happened at Anaheim with the queuing overnight and exactly and and all of that, Um, and we sort of decided to stay not at the convention center, not nearby, but a little bit away, not too far away, but
1: mainly because by the time we decided to go. Uh, the hotels were booked up, and what was mm-hmm. left was um, not in our budget range. So we um, ended up staying. Um, I don't know, what about 20, 25 minutes away by 2?
0: It was, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: so not exactly close. So we ended up having to wake up every morning at 4.30 yep. a.m.
0: Because as everyone knows, there was a big panic a week or so before about this wristband system, yeah. um, which is the way that you would sort of get your place in the big evening panels or some of the other big panels throughout the day, actually, things like Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill, um, but particularly the Rebels panel, the Rogue One panel, mm-hmm. the Future Filmmakers panel, you would have to be there um, to get these wristbands, which they would start giving out at 6 a.m. Yes. Uh, which is what, three hours? Seven, no, four hours before four the hours convention before the, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we sort of didn't know, you know, what time do we get there? Will they all be gone? And we ended up getting up at 4.30 every morning and getting there for about six, yeah. about the time they started giving the wristbands out. Yeah. Uh, and we got everything we wanted
1: we that did. way, we basically. Did. It was great. I mean, yeah, it was never a problem. Um, the sort of downside of it is once you get your wristband at, oh, six or 6.30 in the morning, you just end up sitting there for three and a half, four hours <laughs> waiting for the convention center to open or just at least the section where the Star Wars celebration was being held in the convention center. At least we were able to stay inside and sit at tables, which was really nice. Um, but you just sort of sit there for many hours uh, um, with your head, in, head on the table mm-hmm. trying to hope you can get a little bit of rest, which you never do. But, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, because we were too far away from our hotel, it would have been – um, sort of uh, futile to go back there because by the time we get back there, maybe lay down for 20 minutes, we'd probably have to turn around and, and yeah. get back so we get a good place yeah. in line to get inside the convention when it opened at
0: 10. Yeah, we said both Saturday and Sunday, we said, Oh, when well, we've got our wristbands, we can go back to the hotel, yeah. and then we never
1: did. No, we, we just, did it because we were worried, and, and also. There was a big queue to actually get into it because, you know, if you have backpacks, which we did, of course, um, they need to understandably yeah. do a backpack check. And so you get into this queue. And, of course, as the day goes on, the longer the backpack check you gets and so if you were to uh, go away and come back you'd probably get stuck in a really long backpack yeah, check I made, the
0: first morning i made the mistake of going outside to get a coffee
1: uh-huh.
0: and coming back in and having my backpack and having to go through the whole security line for a second time holding a hot coffee
1: which
0: was <laughs> much fun but i mean i can understand how the wristband system might not be convenient for people traveling on the day um particularly sort of families I think, for the, the Rebels right. Day on Saturday in particular, it's not ideal. I mean, there were some young kids in line, which I was amazed by. Like, yes. before us, they must have yeah, been there at they, 5.30 at least. They
1: need a special shout-out oh. because, um, yeah, they were troopers. And the kids. parents
0: need a special shout-out. So yeah, the
1: parents <laughs> do, too, because they had to put up with understandably grumpy, cranky kids. Yeah. So, yeah, the families deserve a special Yeah special applause
0: but the benefit of it was once we got our wristbands we could just do what we wanted yeah Um, and we didn't have to queue up all day which was great
1: definitely I have to say that um, I'm a huge fan of the wristband system I really like it I I can't imagine the stress of waiting in line all day long and not knowing if you're going to get in or not you know wherever you are in the line and that and you can't leave the line and so you're just sort of stuck um, hoping you get inside this big panel.
0: And you're missing all the other and, stuff And you're missing on, all or... the other
1: stuff that you wish you could attend or or if you wanted to do some shopping. You know, you can't do that either because you're stuck in these queues to get into a panel that you don't know if you're going to get into. And at least with the wristband system, you know, once you have that wristband on, you know you're going to get in there, and so you're free to roam about until you need to go to your panel, which is great.
0: I mean, when the the wristband system was announced, we... It was around that time we sort of made the decision just to do the big evening panels for the main stage and not to do uh, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Ray Park and all these other things because, um, I mean, sometimes they clashed with other things that we really wanted to see, um, but more than anything else, we just wanted to spend a bit of time doing um, other things. And And
1: sometimes they were a bit too close to the... Panel, the big panel, start time. Yeah, wanted was, I
0: wanted to get a good seat for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first, the first day, the first panel that we went to on the Friday was the Ahsoka's Untold Tales panel, which did clash with the Mark Hamill one. It was mm-hmm. about overlapped by about half an hour. Um, but it was, I mean, it looked full to me. The yeah, Ahsoka's it sure one completely did. Dead, and it was in a really nice size
1: room mm. too.
0: And that was, I mean, that was something that we were really keen on getting to because um, yes. we, we both loved the Clone Wars. Um, we both love Ahsoka, and it was that panel was amazing, and it was really um, actually quite emotional. It, <laughs> it was. It. it really was. It it made me cry at one point, which
1: I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but mm. it did.
0: So it's. I mean, it's, I think that panel up on YouTube now, and, and people have been able to watch it from right. the live stream and so on. But um, I mean, the the thing we we got some clips. We got a clip of an unfinished episode, yes. which would have been the first Ahsoka arc after she left the Jedi. It was a clip of her and this sort of scoundrel type called Nix um, mm-hmm. in his sort of workshop, and there's a quite a funny, I guess, a comedic fight scene in that. And what really stood out to us when they were talking about it was this idea of having Ahsoka have a love interest and then what that means and how they dealt with it. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: yeah, and, um, yeah Dave Filoni made a point of saying that, um, you know, this love interest um, is not... Someone who defines Ahsoka, you know, she's not defined by having a boyfriend. It's just something that is, you know, it's not, yeah. you know, she, it's not like she becomes, you know, like oh wow, I'm cool now because I have a boyfriend. Yeah. me. and
0: he said it's not like it, it's like that's kind of lifestyle is that you don't need to have exactly a boyfriend or a girlfriend. That
1: that's it's, not what the emphasis. Is on, you yeah. know, that she has a boyfriend now, oh my gosh. Yeah, which know? is kind
0: of what a like, part of me hopes they do with Ray. I have to say. I think it would oh, be yeah. really cool if they did do that by the end. So,
1: you know. Yeah, if she ends up with somebody, it's just, just the attitude of it that that's not sort of like her next level of achievement. It's yeah. just sort of like it just is. It's not, it's d- not it some, doesn't define Ray. It's not some Jurassic World is. thing
0: where you need to have a boyfriend.
1: Right. It, you know? <laughs> in order to have happiness and fulfillment in life yeah
0: exactly that was really cool I thought Dave Filoni talked quite quite strongly yeah I was I
1: love that I love that he said that and it made me love him more I say
0: we'll talk about it now but Dave Filoni is amazing and both Mm -hmm. the panel we saw him at the Ahsoka panel and the Rebels panel and he's just the best person at those panels oh
1: he is oh my gosh he's so he's so droll yeah and um so laid back and he's just I'm so impressed with how relaxed he is in front of a huge group of yeah. people, and how off the coffee is. And he has, such
0: a, he has such a deep like understanding of Star Wars and what Star Boy, Wars is more he than he anything sure else. Is. There, I think, and more than anyone else. And, um, and it was funny hearing at the end of the last panel, Ryan Johnson yeah. talking about how when Dave Filoni's around, everything's calm and yes. everything feels okay. So like,
1: <laughs> Dave Filoni was on set, he just automatically felt relaxed because, you know, he felt everything's going to be okay yeah be he here. <laughs> yeah,
0: but no, he's really cool and funny. And yeah, was, he's it
1: was, great.
0: It was great seeing him. Um, and they talked about the other two Ahsoka stories, this story that involved a Sith shrine
1: mm-hmm. that was
0: buried under the Jedi Temple and that Ahsoka would join up with the Jedi to discover this, and it's referenced in the Tarkin novel.
1: Yes. Funny enough, how, they pulled it into there. And, how there's a moment when she's in the shrine and she's on one side of a, a door, and Palpatine is on the other, and Mm. he has his lightsaber
0: through it. Yeah, they get so close to this discovery of who Sidious is, that these characters are so close to each other. It's like,
1: oh my god!
0: Yeah, that was was really cool. Um, And then the Siege of Mandalore, which um, probably got the most emphasis, Mm -hmm. um, because it's the big one. It's already been referenced in Rebels that this was going to be the Clone Wars series finale. It was going to tell us what happened just before and during all the things on Coruscant that happen in Revenge of the Sith.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and there's this really emotional moment when um Anakin presents Ahsoka with a battalion of clone troopers yeah. for herself.
1: Yeah, that's that's what made me cry.
0: And she becomes a general, and all the clone troopers have got, like, Ahsoka's, like, markings. Orange,
1: orange markings on their helmet yeah. and on their armor. And it was just, when he said that and he showed the picture, honestly, just talking about it now makes me all, laugh.
0: Yeah, and there's these pictures of Anakin and Ahsoka together for the yeah, last time. Yeah, it just
1: made me, it just honestly made me cry. And then Ashley Eckstein started to cry, which made me cry even more. <laughs> so I was just there sobbing and sobbing, and I just felt so stupid, but it really touched me. And yeah. I just thought that was such a such a neat thing, and I'm, I'm quite sorry we didn't ever get to see that, but, you know, just having that bit there in the panel was yeah. lovely.
0: And the way that it tied everything up, that it was, it was to do with Maul, and it's how Maul and Ahsoka have met each other, but also this idea that Ahsoka would want to deal with Maul because it was important to Obi-Wan. Right. Um, because of Satine and this yeah, backstory. Yeah, that was very and, interesting,
1: wasn't it? And,
0: yeah, and that was important to Ahsoka as well. So it was really cool. And one thing I found really interesting was um, Dave Filoni talked about the fact that after Order 66, which would have happened during this arc, um Ahsoka tried to sense Anakin through the Force because this came up. Someone asked a question about Force bonds and Force mm-hmm. bonds between people who knew each other, between family members, and so on and so forth. And Dave Filoni said that Ahsoka tried to sense Anakin in the Force after Order 66 and couldn't find him and so assumed yes. he was dead.
1: Yes, that was really. I thought, oh my god, that person asked such a great question because I thought yeah. that was such an interesting um insight.
0: Yeah, and it tells you a lot about who Anakin is and who Vader is and the difference mm-hmm, and
1: the, exactly. that Anakin is almost yep. in the
0: Force as a separate person.
1: Such a great piece of information to
0: yeah. get. Um, so that was... that was, really, And the, the, they talked a little bit... I think they revealed the cover of the E. K. Johnson Ahsoka novel at that panel. Yeah. I think that was the first time anyone had seen it. That flashed up on the screen. Um, And that novel is going to include references to these missing yeah. stories, which is which is very yeah. cool. So... Cause they said that they still treat these as having happened.
1: Right. Like
0: we've not seen them yet, but they did happen. They did in their mind. The yeah, so um, that was that was really neat. And that was also where they made the big revelation that we're going to see Ahsoka again. Right. Um, in what and,
1: form, we don't know. Yeah. But we may just see her again.
0: I mean, Dave Filoni did say at the Rebels panel that it wouldn't be as a forced ghost
1: mm-hmm. because he
0: did specify that that's a, a very particular thing that only a few people know how to do right and it's basically just qui-gon and obi-wan and yoda yeah and then anakin but like ahsoka never learned how to do that so it wouldn't be like that um but another form i don't know i don't know what that could be flashback
1: he did mention that too but he said that'd be kind of a cop out yeah it would a little bit, <laughs> wouldn't it? yeah interesting um, anyway yeah. I, I really don't know yeah, hmm, let the speculation begin.
0: Yeah, I mean, it made it seem like this was a response to the fan reaction to the series finale of Rebels, but, you know, they planned these things so far in advance that who yeah. knows how long he might have been <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: thinking along those lines. Um, but, yeah, that panel was great. It was, that was a fantastic start to the
1: yes.
0: weekend because we learned so much, which is what we wanted. We wanted to go to a couple of panels where we were really learning stuff. Mm-hmm. Um
1: that we didn't know and any information that we hadn't you know gotten online somewhere already yeah and
0: this one had Dave Floney and Pablo Hidalgo yes. on it so it was like a perfect way to get a little yeah
1: it's wonderful wonderful nuggets yeah nuggets of info
0: nuggets yeah yeah exactly and then the, I mean the rest of that afternoon it was the Friday the first day we pretty much did shopping um, yeah celebration store was fun <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness
0: me. Yeah, well it was fun when we got in there but the 90 minutes queuing. Yeah, we had to stand in line for 90 minutes just uh-huh. to get into a store. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they um well 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 caught by the way. Um, they, <laughs> they, they 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 funny if they were like express passes you could get. They say okay you get a pass and then you come back later but all the passes were for like 4:30 which would have been right in the middle of the road one panel.
1: Exactly. So I was right so like, there. "Oh yeah, y'all are smart. We get it." Yeah.
0: That they were the ones that were left, so we thought, oh, we'll just cute, and, uh, yeah, 90 minutes. Yeah. It was a long time. It
1: was a long, especially when you reach that point of the day, and you're just so tired and so hungry, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um. So we got in there and we got we we bought four t shirts. We got four shirts. That we, we got the ones we
0: wanted, which yes. is um, we both really wanted a Ray t shirt where Ray has the lightsaber. Yes,
1: because you just for some reason do not see that on t shirts. Yeah, anyways. it's like it's the first time I've seen Ray with a lightsaber on a t shirt. So we both really wanted Yeah,
0: that. I think because before the Force Awakens came out, they were trying to hide the fact that Ray was the Force sensitive right. Jedi to be and all that. They didn't put anything out with a lightsaber, so
1: yeah, everything had the <laughs> staff. Um, the film, you know, yeah, and no. On the T-shirt, anyway. No. I mean, you've seen promo shots and, of course, um, figurines and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, and I I got a Kylo T-shirt because you I also it. like Kylo. Yeah. And just a uh, bit. Shut up. <laughs> 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 okay, moving on. Yeah. And Mark got a Skywalker shirt, which yes, is great. I
0: got the 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 Luke the Force Awakens Luke t-shirt, which was very yes, cool. The, the beard, beardy Luke, yeah.
1: Believe me, I wanted to get at least five more shirts, mm-hmm. but they, uh, uh, you know, they were not, um...
0: They were not cheap. They
1: were not cheap, so no. we had to stick with that, and what I really, really wanted as well was the, um, you know, the Star Wars Celebration artwork that they did with all the characters from, like, Rogue One and The Force Awakens mm. and the classic characters as well. Um... There there was they were on it was on a tote bag and it was just lovely. And I thought, okay, if it's more than this amount of money, then I guess I can't get it. It ended up not only being more than that, but by like quite a bit. And I was like, Okay, I guess I'm not getting that tote bag. <laughs> so yeah, we had to um just stick with our yeah. poor T shirts. Which yeah. is fine. It was just totally fine by me because goodness me, do I need more stuff? No, I don't. I
0: mean there was some other cool stuff now, they were little loaf cap. Um, oh yes they nice. were so
1: cute oh um, yeah they
0: weren't cheap there was a pen that was 10 pounds 10 pounds yes. for a pen you know
1: those little pens where you turn them on their side and there's something in there that slides down <laughs> was what an x-wing It was an x-wing yeah.
0: flying over the lake yeah
1: know. so you turn it on its side and it just slides down and you know you see it somewhere to a yeah. store for like
0: maybe two, something to get for 350 <laughs> <but> maybe <laughs> not 10 pounds <necessarily. laughs> not 10
1: pounds <laughs> which is like maybe i don't know 13 dollars 14 dollars oh.
0: So what they're probably I don't know, is it more than that? Less than that now?
1: I don't know. With the
0: with with Brexit it's with probably Brexit. ten dollars now. I
1: <laughs> with Brexit it's probably like eleven dollars yeah. now. Um but anyways, uh regardless. For a pen that's 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 a bit much. So yeah. yeah. But it was fun to look nonetheless and it was fun to all the different official merchandise. So.
0: Yeah, it was. Actually, Eckstein was actually in there at the Oh, yeah, time. She, she was, was in there at
1: something. the time. She's way back on the corner. We didn't get anywhere near yeah. her friend.
0: It was funny because she was in there and there wasn't any Ahsoka merchandise, which was kind of weird. Yeah, that, yeah.
1: You know,
0: you know, that was. It was weird that there wasn't a... I didn't think there was a Rogue One t-shirt, but I don't think there was a Gin t-shirt with the Jyn on. No! I like I, that, which was strange as well. It's funny you
1: should mention that because I was um, transferring my... The pictures that I took on my phone, mm. I had to email them to my iPad because, you know, being a non Apple phone, mm-hmm. I have to email all the photos to me because they won't transfer to my computer. But so anyways, I came across the picture of Jen on the banner when you get off the tube station. Yeah, and you it was see on, her on the banner. I was like, oh my gosh! I just realized they didn't have a Gin banner T-shirt. No,
0: and it was on the weekend pass as well. Everyone yeah, we got the yeah, pass for the whole weekend. On the got too. Jen. I mean, we originally when we bought. The tickets for some reason we only bought Friday and Saturday originally didn't we? Right. we didn't think we'd want to do Sunday I don't know why um and then I
1: think we were being I think we
0: were but then we changed our mind so we got yeah. Sunday so we got them all separately instead of the weekend pass which cost us more but it did mean we got three nice little individual passes with Ray Kylo right. and Chewy for the weekend. exactly
1: yeah we didn't which get the three-day so pass but we did get three different individual day passes yeah, which, which was kind of cool which is really nice so.
0: yeah so, so that was, that was neat. Um, and then, we, I mean, the rest of that afternoon we did a lot more shopping. We went to the various books and comic book stands. Yeah, yeah, you got um, quite a few. Uh... Yeah, we basically just did a sort of pickup of all the, the new stuff that we'd not got. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got the Adventures in Wild Space books, which I'd read a couple from the library, but we hadn't bought them. So we got four of those. We got the second Canaan comic book, um, the three P O the C-3PO comic, which is a one-issue Thing, which i was quite pleased to find there because it's not i don't think it's being compiled into one of the paperback the trade paperbacks i think it's in the hardback of shattered empire which we've already got so i was quite pleased to find it there on its own because i always prefer to have things like that rather than download them just because yeah I'm, you know
1: weird Old school. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, it's a librarian thing i think <laughs> um and then um dark disciple we got in paperback and mm-hmm. we sort of wanted to get it from there because you got one of the layer bloodline posters yep. by buying things there which was kind of cool yeah so we now
1: have the vote leia for leia yeah, yeah. we have the vote for leia yeah, and,
0: um, and we picked up the chewbacca comic actually the day before at the bookshop that was in the shopping mall <laughs> nearby oh, where we were because yeah, we just thought right. well that's there at a decent price we'll get that so yep. um we sort of caught up with just about everything that hadn't been that had been released i think at that point yeah. um which was which was kind of nice you got a little wicket. Um, I do. Toy. I
1: have a little wicket um plushy toy, and he is so so cute. Yeah. Oh my god, I love him.
0: Yeah, so that was it. Was really nice. He sort of called to you from the
1: shelf. He did. He? His little his little uh, hoodie was on crooked, and I, I pulled him <laughs> off to straighten it, and and then I was like, I can't put him back on no. the shelf. he needed to come <laughs> home
0: with me. So yeah, he did. So he did. <laughs> um, and then oh yeah, the the R two D two. Builders Workshop, that was the only Aww. thing that we really ever saw that day, because that was sort of where the Ahsoka panel was going to be. Um, but Yeah, you, but I was you...
1: really looking forward to seeing that, because, you know, I love droids with all of my heart, so that, of course, made me very happy to see the droid workshop, and I was able to see all the different droids, and all their amazing work that they Done uh-huh. and I got my picture with R2D2 and BB8 and that made me happy and it just oh my gosh Overdroid the noises, noises. <laughs> oh my gosh it was so sweet I couldn't deal with it it was the best. We'd just
0: be sitting somewhere random and hear yeah, R2D2 screaming and somewhere
1: else in the hall and you hear him going woo. You know, like oh my heart <laughs> oh, my heart <laughs> yeah it was very
0: sweet. just being surrounded by droids for yeah, the weekend it was heaven <laughs>
1: for me it
0: was heaven i loved it <laughs> oh that was great so we got we the after late afternoon we went and got in the queue for the rogue one panel
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was all sort of um exciting yeah people, you know be, people queuing up from fairly early to, to yes, that. The we of we it. were yeah. bad and
1: we only showed up like 45 minutes before mm. showtime um, and so we didn't get the best place in line so our seats weren't very good mm. but you know everything's a learning lesson the first time around Yeah. Um, but you know we got in there and that was great
0: and, uh, and Gwendolyn Christie yes. came out as the host which was completely I unexpected just, I that was exciting. screamed
1: when, he, <laughs> when they said her name I just screamed I was like oh yeah. my god that was a huge shock for me. It was great. I loved it.
0: Yeah, and she was great. I mean, she really...
1: She was you know, All the various
0: technical problems and spoiler-related she, problems, she yeah, handled it like she, a pro. Yeah, <laughs> she
1: really did. She's great. Good humor. And yeah, very enthusiastic. Rolled up her back, like, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, so that was a really nice treat. Yeah. That was really unexpected, but that was very That's cool. A... And then the, the actors that, that turned up for that panel, I mean, we were... I was really hoping that Matt Mickelson would be there beforehand. Yeah. That was like my because yeah. I love Hannibal and, the, you know, James Bond movie and Casino Royale. And I thought that would be great. Yeah. So when he walked out, I was like, whoa, that's, you know, that's, that's what like, I wanted. Oh, to, oh
1: that's, my God.
0: Yeah, exactly. He sent me to Daisy Ridley.
1: Oh, my God. And then, um,
0: so that was amazing. And then when they bought Forrest Whitaker, yeah. I couldn't believe that. like, what was like wow. Heck. And because he, you know, Oscar winning actor
1: yeah, uh, for The Last King it.
0: of Scotland and just you know and it was interesting that the the seriousness with which he talked about watching the Clone Wars in order to get a handle on his character mm-hmm. and his depth of knowledge about how Saw Gerrera was trained by the Jedi and all this stuff yeah. it was,
1: it was, it was like, fantastic oh you yeah. oh it's like the fact, imagine him sitting the down watching this. the Clone Wars it's just I brilliant think it's brilliant <laughs> that he did that yeah yeah
0: so that was that was super exciting and Felicity Jones was there yes oh yeah
1: um, that, that made me very
0: excited she was she was great and Adam, Alan Tudyk who probably got the biggest yes. fan reaction in the
1: whole I think there were a lot of firefights yeah. in the audience
0: yeah, because he got a huge reception. Yeah, he, he came sure out. did. Um, and he was really funny. He
1: was great. I mean, I'm sure y'all saw the panel, so you saw how funny he was. But he, he was great. Loved him. Yeah,
0: he was. He was. And then when Ben Mendelssohn came out in his costume.
1: Oh, you know you have no idea how sad I was that I was not sitting on the aisle because <laughs> I have. Uh, been transfixed by this character since they showed the trailer with that dang cave and to think he slept down an aisle yeah. that I wasn't too far from but I absolutely could not see him I was like oh curses yeah. but it was so cool he did that
0: you could tell he was like he, he was totally into it and he, he was, was so excited
1: to do it I install. loved it I was like oh man you are the coolest guy ever
0: yeah that was um, that was great
1: yeah was great. I love that he did that he rocks. Yeah. He rocks.
0: Um, and then the whole, the whole weird thing that we only really found out about afterwards oh, was uh, yeah. Zhang Wen's spoiler, which I'm yeah. not gonna, we're not gonna say what it is because, but I mean, I think everyone probably knows,
1: right? Or
0: has found out by now. But poor Zhang Wen, who you know clearly doesn't speak a lot of English, yeah, and prefaced his bit of the panel by saying that his English wasn't great. Um, seemingly gave away quite a big spoiler about the plot
1: right and when he said it i heard what he said and i was like did he just say what i think he just said and i thought well you know he said that english is not his his first language and so he is not always easy um interpreting you know from his mind english which i you know completely understand so i thought well maybe it was just something in the transcript translation yeah, mine. I, I thought and well so maybe he, just... meant, he meant something else, but he, it came out differently than how he meant to say it, so I just scooted past it, and yeah. didn't think much more about it after that.
0: Yeah, that was what I did, I just thought I'd misheard him, I thought he'd, he'd said something else, Um, and then, of course, it came out afterwards that everyone had, um. there's a fantastic gif of Alan Tudyk's reaction, <laughs> the moment he says <laughs> <Yeah>. the word... <laughs>
1: So it's it's because it's because of Gwendolyn Christie how she quickly yeah. scooted on from yeah. that moment and then Alan Tudyk's, uh reaction in that gif I'm like oh I think he did give a big spoiler yeah. away I think I think he did say yeah. what I thought he said after all okay okay moving on yeah. was, <laughs> well <yeah>. done <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah poor guy
1: <laughs> yeah I know oh my goodness me it's yeah I can't imagine. Um, being in front of a massive crowd yeah. of people you know in my native language but doing it in a language that is not no something that it was I've a shame
0: because it was it was funny and it, everyone sort of was loving the way he was talking about his massive gun and things like that yeah. and it was quite funny and yeah <laughs> right in the middle of it um but yeah i mean we, did, we found out a little bit of stuff about the film not a huge amount I don't think more than we know a little bit. I mean, the the, the stuff about this planet called Jeddah I found quite interesting. Yeah. Um, this this planet where people go almost like on a pilgrimage.
1: To, yes.
0: To worship the Jedi, the fallen Jedi.
1: Yeah, it made me think of um the um Church of the Force kind mm-hmm. of thing. That it also made me think. Oh, I wonder if this is a planet that Luke, uh, visits later on after Return of the Jedi. Mm.
0: When he's going looking for old Jedi exactly, lore. Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah, and it does tie into the whole Law San thing, thing. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. And we went to, like the next day, we went to the Rogue One costumes, and it was a little bit about um, Chirrut, who is the Donny Yen character,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is the guy who, um, he's not a Force user. He actually said that on the panel. He said he's not, he doesn't have a connection to the Force himself, but he follows the sort of teachings of the Jedi. As a way to live his life and sort of hone his senses, um, and that was really interesting. I like that idea. Some yes,
1: yeah. Um, the you know the blind warrior who is you know in touch with it just makes me think of all those old Japanese films. Mm-hmm. Just that sort of classic mm-hmm. character,
0: it's a samurai warrior yeah, type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and it's interesting that they're building more and more of this into the story, this idea that there were groups that worshipped the Jedi or the Sith, but weren't sensitive themselves to right. the Church of the Force. Then there's the Acolytes of the Beyond in Aftermath, both Aftermath yes. books now, actually. Oh. And, yeah, very briefly. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, re- I
1: have to say, just very briefly, I really like that these Avenues... Have been opened up in the Star Wars universe mm-hmm. that there are that there are people who worship the light side of the Force and people who follow the dark side of the Force even mm-hmm. though they're not Force sensitive. Um, just it just is. I think it's an interesting facet of people in the Star Wars universe now that you have the Church of the Force and you have the, of the Beyond. I really like that. So that this is getting explored. I take it more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like it, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I haven't read Life Dead yet. I, I'm literally on page two right now because Mark just finished the book, So, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's it's, a, it's an interesting way of building the world, and it makes sense that there would be groups like that.
1: Yeah, it does, actually.
0: I've do got a feeling there's some stuff in the Poe Dameron comics, which we've, neither of us have read yet, but I think there's some things like that in mm. there as well. So
1: oh, neat. I'm oh, reading
0: those, yeah. Um, and then it was... I mean, the trailer in the sizzle reel, um, oh, I mean, yeah. every, people sort of know this this whole drama with it. They showed the sizzle reel once. They started to show it early when they brought the cast out. And then it broke down halfway through. Yeah. So it was a technical problem. So then they sort of interviewed the rest of the cast up until Ben Mendelssohn.
1: Yeah. And
0: then Ben Mendelsohn came down and said, it's been fixed now. Do you want to talk to me? You'll see the sizzle. <laughs> so they showed the sizzle properly. Yep. Then at the end of it, Kathy Kennedy comes out and says, we've got another thing to show you that's exclusive, that no one you know, else is going to see outside. And then they show the sizzle again. Yeah. And I know that people watching it on the stream think that we got the trailer while you got the sizzle for the third time, but we got the sizzle for the third time yeah. as well at first. And we watched the whole thing again, yep. by which point it got to the end. And two there was and a, and a, half a polite <laughs> smattering of applause yes, because it was. we've seen it so many times.
1: By that point, we've seen it two and a half times. And
0: then Kathy came out again and said, Everyone at home saw that, but now you're going to see the yeah.
1: exclusive trailer.
0: Um, so that was when we got the exclusive trailer, yeah. which, um, I mean, the trailer, it was It was cool. We got, I would say about 50% of it was stuff that was in the trailer that everyone got to see months ago. Right. Probably. Yes. And then about 50% was new. Right. Um,
1: and honestly, the only two things that I remember, um, the first one being... Um, you see a very young Jin urso of about I don't know eight years old, yeah. nine years old. She's running through a field and a mountain. Am I remembering there's this Mountains name? all around. Her. Yeah, there's yeah. Mount- She's running through a field with mountains all around her, and then it 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 sort of um, transitions to um, the present day Jin urso. So 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 I segues from that young girl running through the field. To the present-day in which I thought was really cool, and I love, you know, I love seeing young girls in Star Wars because that's something you really see very mm. much. And so to see another young girl in Star Wars made me very happy, and that's why I remember that. And of course, the other one, which is what you remember too, the bit with Darth Vader. With
0: Vader at the end, which was, I mean, we didn't, you didn't actually see him. You no. saw like the reflection of him. Like,
1: exactly. It's very shiny
0: floor and this sort of red. You yes. light over it, and you just see the outline of Darth Vader, yeah. and you hear his breathing. I don't yeah. think you heard him talk. I think you no, you just, he hear just his heard breathing. his
1: breathing, and then that's where it ended. That's where
0: the trailer ended. So it was cool to see it. Yeah. Um. It, but I can understand why they didn't put it out as a full release because so much of it was in that previous trailer, and I, d- I don't know if this this whole conspiracy thing, or whatever, but I just got the feeling that because they're reshooting mm-hmm. so much, they didn't have Enough. a lot more to
1: use than they'd yeah. already given us. I think. I think. Um, it's definitely well, I think it's partly that for sure and partly, you know, I think they just wanna wait a while longer before they drop a full trailer. Yeah. They like to I, I get the feeling that they, they like to wait closer to the release date I think
0: they do and i mean the, the force awakens trailers were quite a long way apart right. got one in november one in like, april and then one not until november I think. yeah again like before the film came out so yeah so
1: um, i get it and i think that what they gave us was a was a great treat um just for those of us who are in the audience so yeah it
0: was nice i mean yeah. whether they'll put it out at comic-con this yeah. weekend i don't know they might do the um, it's not, there was nothing shocking. No,
1: there was it. nothing, yeah, there wasn't anything like, oh my god. Yeah,
0: we didn't get to see Bail Organo or although apparently some people saw him in the sizzle reel, and we're sort of going back and forth on that, whether right. we think that's him or not. But there was nothing, you know...
1: I did. I remember saying a long time ago when, um, when in when they first showed when the first Rogue One twir- uh, teaser came out and Mothma was in it, mm. I was like, "Oh, they kept this secret about her until this moment. I wonder if they're doing the same with Bail Organa." Yeah. So maybe, 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 maybe. yeah, be, that'd be amazing. It'd be
0: kind of weird not to have him there. Yeah. Uh,
1: in you know. Yeah.
0: Some, some form, but.
1: We need um, more bail. Yeah, we
0: do. We really need more <laughs> bail. Um. So, yeah, so that was, that was Friday, that was the first day, which yeah. was great, I mean, we were exhausted,
1: very, completely, very exhausted. Um, so I we word. sort
0: of, you know, just fell into deep sleep, and then it was 4am again, the next morning. I know, morning. When, <laughs> the, when
1: the alarm went off again at 4.30, I was like, but I just closed my eyes, yeah. what do you mean alarm clock, what do you
0: mean? It really was like that, but it, it's <laughs> weird looking back on it, you do kind of get into a zone where it's your entire life for a weekend, like your whole <laughs> life revolves around that convention centre.
1: Yes, and horrible uh, horrible things happened while we were there, but it was just... It, yeah, it, it just, it, you feel like cut off from everything. You do, it's... because you're just totally wrapped up in the world of Star Wars and Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. It's like when you spend a long weekend at Disneyland, that's just your entire world, and you forget about the real world and your life and stuff, mm-hmm. because you're just consumed by that, because that's all you do, and that's what it was like being at Celebration. It was pretty amazing.
0: It was, yeah. Yeah, it, it really was. It's, it, it, is a, it is weird sort of coming back into the real world afterwards, actually. Yeah,
1: it's, like, sh- totally shifting gears, yeah, absolutely. It
0: is. It's a great way to forget everything else.
1: It is! <laughs> it is. It's a great way for three days to forget about real life. Yeah.
0: So um, so we got there early Saturday, we got our uh, wristbands for the Rebels panel, yeah. which was the only wristbanded panel that we wanted to see on uh, mm-hmm. that particular day. Um, then the first thing we did, we went and got in line for the Rogue One costumes and models, um, which Um, was really, really cool.
1: I, I really enjoyed that, and, um, I remember at the time I tweeted that it was, to me, it felt like I was at, um, the Imperial War Museum here in London, Mm. kind of. It just gave me that feel like I was in a war museum, just with the costumes and everything. It just had that vibe, which I really liked, because I... Actually, like going to war museums I don't know what that, that says about me, but but it had that um, sense
0: of realism about it, didn't it? It did. It,
1: exactly. It. it had that sense of realism, like this happened, and you were seeing um, artifacts, mm. like this was history, kind of thing. um, Seeing this stuff, and it was. I I, I really enjoyed it, and yeah. um, yeah, it was. It was neat seeing all the details of the costumes and seeing the new stormtrooper. Um, Outfits because they're like it's
0: the. Uh, there was the were the shadow troopers.
1: Shadow troopers. There were shadow or troopers. troopers or death, death troopers. troopers. Were they death troopers. Yeah, the um, uh, director Cronick. Yeah, there's like special Bodyguard. forces type yeah. people. And
0: then there was the shore troopers that were like the well. too, shore troopers. Yeah, they were there as well. Thinking
1: of the shore troopers and seeing
0: their costumes. Um, and then they had all of the lead characters
1: costumes, yes, which um, were really interesting. Oh, my word.
0: Uh, and then they have little models of some of the, the, the vehicles. And yeah. The in there oh, we saw Dragon shuttle. shuttle which... There's the Thai striker. You, you they, like the shuttle? too. I've got
1: you? to say, those darksiders, yep. they know how to travel. It's that
0: bit where they land and the wings fold off. Oh, my God. I <laughs>
1: found the sex machine. Yeah. Yeah. They are hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: They stride down the wall. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. they, oh, my God, they know how to walk down it. Yeah plank or right ra- what do you the the, the the ramp the ramp the, the ramp, ramp what's wrong with the <laughs> plank? yes they're on an actual <laughs> ship in the ocean Walk
0: down the
1: plank <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> the ramp the ramp and the cape
0: and the capes and the ramp and the ramp. and the Kylo
1: Ren Darth yeah. Vader
0: Director now Krennic.
1: Director critic. Oh, yeah. my
0: word. <laughs> oh, what we need now is in the in the Han Solo movie is uh, Captain Sloane to do that. To oh, yeah. She needs, to walk down yeah. <laughs> she needs a cape. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: give Sloan a cape. Yeah. Hashtag yeah.
0: give Sloan a cape. <laughs> um, well, so there's TIE Strikers with the new TIE Fighter things, which... It
1: gave us a bit of yeah. information about those. Yeah. Like they
0: were meant to be atmospheric TIE Fighters, yeah. which is interesting. That like specifically designed to fly in atmospheres mm-hmm. rather than in space, which was... Kind of cool. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was really interesting going around and looking at the details, reading all the cards, and um, you know they let so many people in at a time, mm-hmm. um, which I'm assuming it was like that at uh, Celebration Anaheim yeah. too. Which actually yeah. was nice that they did that because yeah. oh golly, otherwise you'd never get a chance. To
0: yeah, it. it was pretty busy even then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was still mm-hmm. pretty.
1: It was still busy. Um, the only time I had problems seeing something was with um, chariots. Costume and I couldn't read his card, and I tried to take a picture of it, but it came out blurry, and it was the only the only one. And of course, that was the one that had the fun info on it.
0: Yeah, the stuff about the faults and and so on.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But now that was that was really good. So we got out of there. We went to the publishing panel next. Yes. Mm. Hmm. Um, which was which was really interesting weird enough we went there we, this was the only one where we got to sit right at the front but yeah we
1: sat in the uh, very front row right in front of the panel There, and you sat
0: down right next to Jason Fry and now
1: I sat down next to him and I was like I think that's Jason Fry so I took him out and said I think I'm sitting next to Jason Fry oh Yes, but he was talking to somebody. And, and then he sort was, of got up and, and went. And then literally he? about um, 20 seconds later, he got yeah. up and went and talked to somebody else.
0: Um, which is funny, because you had Moving Target, which was co-written yeah, by him. That was the yeah. book
1: I was reading at the time, Moving Target. so um, Not that I would have um, been brave enough to say anything to him, because I'm such a shy, shy dork. But anyway, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was.
0: I mean, it was quite a, a full panel. They had people from all sorts of publishing countries, sort of based in... Companies based in the UK, right. mainly, was yeah, it was
1: very was the um, thing. UK um, centered. There
0: was quite an emphasis on books for children and, and yes. young people as well. That they, I mean, they, there was a big talk about the Adventures in Wild Space books and mm-hmm. um, what's coming yeah. with them, which was which was really cool.
1: And then the different um, reading um, books for you know to help children read, read at different reading yeah. levels, yeah, which there's, was interesting. And there's, an, there's
0: like new adaptations of like Weapon of a Jedi,
1: yeah, um, oh, Jason yeah. Pry,
0: but there's like a younger readers' adaptation of that coming. Mm-hmm. which jason fry has also written himself and it's like a fully illustrated yeah that was neat um, to see, yeah.
1: illustration somewhere. so
0: and i think they said there'd be a, a layer one and a poe one which i'm going to assume is poe's story from before the awakening probably i don't know Oh, that's most likely, yeah maybe,
1: that would but, make sense
0: um so yeah they, they talked a bit about that they showed some of the new um sort of encyclopedia type things mm-hmm. the sort of n- Non-fiction to use inverted commas type <laughs> type books. So the Galactic Atlas they show quite a lot of which look fantastic. Oh it looks gosh. so exciting. Um, that looks
1: brilliant.
0: And it's like I think they said it was written as a, as, a, as, a, as a, in universe by someone who'd never left. I think it was an Athorian. I think they said who'd never left his home planet of Athor, but had heard all these bits of history from events in the galaxy, and he had like drawn these maps and put these events on these maps so you get a map of Naboo and you get all the events that took place there in Phantom Menace in the Clone Wars yeah
1: um and yeah that's right all
0: across it and it's and it's like covering not just the movies and the tv shows but the comic books the new Marvel comic books the new novels all the canon stuff so it's maps from the whole
1: oh it sounds timeline. so exciting oh my gosh um, I can't get to, I can't wait to get my hands it on
0: it really good yeah, and we could see pictures there, even on the boot, you could see Cad Yes, and you could see the that, that scientist guy from the Blue Shadow Virus one, he was there in the top oh, corner God. as well. I don't know what his name is, Oh, I can't remember either, yeah.
1: but he had a German accent. Uh,
0: yeah, it was, it was, Michael York played him, I think, didn't he? <laughs> oh <laughs> right. yeah, that's right, because yeah. I
1: remember they were talking about how he just went full on into anyway.
0: it. Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's all these little things, and... Um, uh, Funnily enough, Matt Martin was on the panel from the story group, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how this book made them actually go back and work out a proper timeline for the Clone Wars, like what year in the Clone Wars all of these episodes happened in. Mm-hmm. So they've actually nailed that down for this book because it's got really? a timeline in it. Uh, so cool. It, think so. That looked great. Um, they showed us a bit of the Complete Locations book, which is the and Kindersley sort of cross-sections type. Locations book, so it shows you inside Ray's home, inside oh, Maz's castle. I can't wait um, for this. You know, again, looking at all the seven movies.
1: People like all the ship stuff, but I like interior things, and I'm so excited to finally get interior and mm-hmm. it's book about the interior of places. and
0: Yeah, they'll talk about the details of like the interior of the cantina. Yeah. All the characters and aliens that they've got in
1: there. I love that stuff, so it's another one I'm really looking
0: forward to. <laughs> um, and then they announced that they sort of talked about another book that's coming next year that is another darling Kindersley book that is like an encyclopedia of the world of Star Wars, but as if it's real. So there's a section about the food in the Star Wars galaxy. There's a section about, you know, communication in the Star Wars galaxy and all these different things. And that sounded quite cool. It's like a new spin on those types of books. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of these um, sort of like I say canon nonfiction type yeah. books that are coming along. That's, that's, that's very cool. Um, and then the only sort of big announcement, really, and it was sort of just slipped in right at the end right. there, is that um, Catalyst, which is the pre-Rogue uh, One novel, um, is going to be written by James Luceno, um, which um, the more we sort of talked about this and thought about it afterwards, the more that kind of made sense. Yes, it does. Um, because the Death Star is something that has got a sort of a lot of history in star wars but it's never really been tied together like why did it take 20 years to build it why why was it built on geonosis and then built somewhere else and there's all these little missing pieces that i'm guessing you know if you want someone to like fill in gaps in the canon history james lucino is a good person that's basically what he does right yes
1: he's wonderful with
0: the details yeah and he he wrote the talk in novels so it it makes sense that he would then write this to follow on from it um there was a reference you know they are aware of this why did it take 20 years? Because even on the little card with director Krenick's costume,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it said that the Death Star project had been long delayed, and that's why Krennic had been brought in to sort of finish it, um, which made us wonder whether... Uh, because Something that Mats Mickelson said on the panel mm-hmm. about his character, Galen Erso, was that he created something beautiful but that could destroy the galaxy, yeah. I think was what he said,
1: exactly.
0: which made us think about, is he... Is the book about him? Is he like the person that solved the great design flaw that was stopping this thing from being finished? Right. So so is he the catalyst, basically? Yes, is he
1: the catalyst that finally made the Death Star happen? Because for, what, 20 years they couldn't Mm. figure out how to quite make it work, and he was the catalyst that came along and figured it out for them.
0: Which might explain why in the trailer you see the laser dish being put into place because they could never get it working before and they've had to work on it again.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say the Thalmarchs thinking not mine so I think that's a very very astute <laughs> idea <laughs> Well, it
0: could be. I mean it, it makes it makes sense knowing that it would...
1: it does I think I think it makes beautiful perfect sense it's just it, that he is the catalyst and the, the that got it working and that's what the novel is about the catalyst yeah Gen, uh, Galen or so yeah
0: so it's kind of exciting that it's a way to just like put for the fans that know the history of this stuff that book will just put the film in context yeah but the fans who, the audience who don't know the history don't really need to know the history. But it's just a way of
1: it's more sort of, wonderful layers. to yeah. have, Um, added to the Star Wars universe, filling in the details there.
0: Information, if you want it. If you want it, yeah. yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. So. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we 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 did the publishing panel. We went and had a beer. Um, yeah. While in the barn, we just stood sort of watching people walking back
1: and forth. Yeah, it which was nice. Fine.
0: Yeah um and we I mean we should talk a bit about cosplayers
1: oh over my the weekend goodness. because
0: they were fantastic
1: they were brilliant and I have to say I felt like a five-year-old at Disneyland yeah. being at this convention and seeing all these fantastic people dressed as all these wonderful Star Wars characters and how creative they were with their costumes I mean I just was like I think my mouth was open <laughs> almost the entire time I was there it was just they were so impressive with their creativity and just ugh they were awesome. I loved them. Yeah. I wish I wish in retrospect that I wasn't sure s- so shy because I wanted to take their pictures but I wouldn't take their pictures without their permission but I was too shy to go up and ask them for a picture so I didn't take any pictures in the end which is Mm. a shame in retrospect but maybe you know if I go to it next year then maybe I'll work up the nerve to ask them if I can take their picture because they were there were so many amazing goggles they were
0: great I mean we saw so many little girls dressed as right uh, oh I, I my gosh it was amazing
1: were, you guys I think that was oh. by
0: far the most popular cosplay costume recently.
1: yeah I think I I would bet anything there were more little girls dressed up than little boys there and almost all of them were dressed as Ray. if they were you know whether they were five or 10 or 15 mm-hmm. you know there were just all these great young girls and young women dressed as Ray, and it was such a Wonderful thing to see. and mm-hmm. Occasionally you'd see a, a, a girl dressed as Leia or a young woman dressed as Padme, which is also awesome, but Ray was definitely the most popular yeah, one.
0: Yeah, by some way. And there
1: was, a, apparently there was a Jen Erso there too, but... I briefly d- saw her. Oh, did yeah, you? Oh, yeah. I didn't see her. I wish I saw her somewhere. Oh, wow. But that's cool too.
0: Um, I yeah. love that. And there was a, there was a girl... As Ray, you had what well, it was. It was amazing. She was dressed as Ray, and uh-huh. she was pulling behind her a suitcase that was like a BBA suitcase, uh-huh. and it had a, an Anakin Skywalker lightsaber sticking <laughs> out of the top.
1: And I love. We she was wheeling around this BBA suitcase with Anakin's lightsaber sticking out of the top, and we're just like, "I love you, You're <laughs> like, you rock, kid. You're awesome." Yeah, that, was, that was
0: great. Um, well, so we saw a boy as director <gasps> Krennic, a young boy as director oh, Krennic. Yeah, he was
1: amazing. Um, with his flowy white cape. Yeah. yeah. We saw a guy, his
0: Grand Admiral Thrawn, who was fantastic. He was perfect. Wasn't he, he was he
1: even had the red eyes, yeah. guys. He
0: yeah. had the red
1: contacts. He's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Um, the, 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 <laughs> the Leia and Kylo that we saw right at the end, yep. which I think I tweeted a picture of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a Kylo Ren and a General Leia who was yep. sort of hugging they each were other. Great. They took a picture together. Um, we saw um, a couple, a female couple, who were both, uh, they were Hooks and Kylo. Yeah.
1: I so, saw a couple of those, actually. Yeah, I saw two two um female couples dressed as uh, Hux and Kylo, and they were great. Yeah. I loved them. They so were fantastic. They were the Kylux couples.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were Kylox. Um, We saw uh, a lot of Padmes in oh, pretty much every Padme oh, costume yeah. over the weekend. There was every, the pregnant Padme we saw. We saw the um, pregnant
1: Padme. We saw... um. The lake... The country, late country Padme, Padme yeah. where they're having a picnic, and I saw—I ran into her in the bathroom, and she's putting her makeup on, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah. Her the details of her costume were incredible. Yeah. Phantom
0: Menace the battle. Oh outfit. yeah, battle Padme outfit from the yeah. Phantom
1: Menace, and of course we saw quite a few Geonosians. We saw a lot of Geonosians, yes, nightmares. which Mark was very sad. To see.
0: oh well, okay, all right. <laughs> right.
1: We'll move on from that.
0: I would, you know, I was I was seventeen when Attack of the Clones came out, so come on, really. Anyway, well. <laughs> We'll, we'll move on. We'll um, move on. <laughs> we saw what else we Jabba the Hot? The guy is Jabba oh the Hutt Oh my god, There's yeah. was
1: a guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know how he had the patience for it, but he was just as Jabba the Hut and he, he was like the, the only way he could walk was pretty much like the teeny baby steps. Yeah, I was really impressed with him. And yeah. That was so cool. That was
0: that was great. Um George Lucas saw two George Lucases.
1: Yes, we saw two George Lucases at, uh, and one day, Pollone, uh, yep. who even had the wolf T shirt on. Yep. Yeah, um, and the cowboy hat, of
0: course. The cowboy hat, yeah. Matt, the radar technician. Yes,
1: we saw men and women dressed as Matt, radar te- technician. And they we were, like, taking the-
0: photos with, like, the, the thumb. Doing the thumbs Like up. that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> love
1: that. So Loved it. That
0: was great. Um, we saw a Yoda piggybacking on Luke where the person, like, the, the upper torso of the person was Yoda. Uh-huh. With like a fake Mark Hamill
1: Jutting sticking out, out of his yeah. chest, and then
0: the legs were Luke's legs
1: that was underneath so him, creative. which is great. So
0: I'm hoping that next time we see Mark Hamill piggybacking Daisy Ridley, <laughs> and someone
1: <does laughs> I'm sure that no
0: one had enough time to build that yet no. because it was only a couple of months yeah, ago. Yeah, no, that would be a
1: great costume. <laughs> that would oh be a fantastic
0: costume. So someone has to do that next year. Um, the little boy's Yoda who was in the queue. I oh yeah, the, yeah.
1: I think um, he. But he was in the. Uh, closing ceremonies. Um, the closing ceremony video that they showed yeah. of everyone there, and you saw this little boy dressed as Yoda, and he was standing behind us in the Rogue One costume line, and he was so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. he was so sweet and so cute, and he loved swinging his little lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He got,
0: into, he got into a mini duel with a guy. Yes. Of Return of the Jedi, Luke. Yeah. He, as well.
1: Yeah. Which, <laughs>
0: yeah. which was neat. And then we saw a Force Awakens Luke. Um, who was next to us at a table, and he had like the metal hound <gasps> as well, which
1: is. He was yeah, like amazing, on, um,
0: which was which was really good. Um, oh, the the girl who was Dark Ray. Um, there was a girl who had like the Ray costume, like the robes, <laughs> it was all black, like mm-hmm. everything was black. She had a staff that was black, but she also had a Kylo Ren mask. And so she sometimes would wear the Kylo Ren mask and pull, like, a hood up. So she was, like, a combination Kylo Ren rape. Yeah, Rey she was really neat. So that was a really clever... Was, yeah, yeah,
1: that was really clever. That was a really cool costume where she was a combo of the two together.
0: Loved yeah. it. Um, I saw a great Lando on the first day. Oh, he yeah. she was, was really good at the mustache and everything.
1: Yeah, and the hair. Yeah, the hair down. Yeah. Great.
0: It's fantastic. There's a, a, a woman who's a, a big BB-8, so she had this big BB-8 yeah. costume on, and she had, like, an R2-D2 and balloon. She's <laughs> carting around an
1: R2-D2 balloon, which was so sweet.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there were several couples that were Ray and Kylo Ren yep. um, that we saw. Yeah, um, I saw one couple having an argument, which was quite funny. <laughs>
1: it seemed
0: quite appropriate somehow. Yeah, it very is
1: but... <laughs> <as> a cosplay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, there were quite a few of those. Yeah. But, uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, there
1: were so many more than the ones we mentioned. But, yeah, they were brilliant, and I love them all so much. They, yeah. They totally, definitely, I mean, yeah, they made The weekend for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely and um uh, so that was saturday so the saturday evening was rebels yeah um which was a that was a great panel that was just fantastic it was warwick davis hosted that um and he was great he was so funny and he's really yeah, good at those kinds very of things witty. and he was him and sam Witwer were very very funny yeah,
1: they had a great, great play together
0: yeah there was this whole running gag about um, warwick trying to get a voice role in rebels <laughs> and things like that and it was just really funny and really everyone was enjoying it yeah um and then they sort of talked a little bit, showed us a couple of clips. Yeah and then the trailer
1: yep. came out,
0: which you know, the big thing there was throne and like that just became everything the that it was all yeah. about. Yeah. I mean this is
1: everybody just
0: everyone went crazy.
1: When that when he showed up, like you couldn't hear anything yeah. after that. Yeah, and
0: it was just his silhouette. Like as soon as his silhouette, yeah. out, everyone People, knew everyone who
1: it was. knew who it was. Yeah, which People is amazing. Cheering and screaming because
0: the character's never been on screen before, but like everyone yeah. just knew. Yeah, like,
1: I didn't. know. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, I'm very uh, EU ignorant when it comes to anything after Return of the Jedi. Well, I'm is, like, why are they getting excited yeah. about a shadow? Because I don't know. Yeah, but this is
0: interesting because neither of us are coming from a point of view of knowing a lot about this character. Yeah. I mean, I read the Heir to the Empire trilogy. I, I sort of got into the movie, into Star Wars, sort of, after the special editions, but before the prequels. it was a little a couple of years gap, and I got into it in there, and I read the Throne trilogy after seeing the original trilogy for the first time. Uh, and I liked it, I enjoyed it, and the Throne character was a really good character, and I really latched onto that, but it didn't pull me in enough to make me want to go and read the rest of the E.U. And I don't know what, and I think looking back on it, it doesn't really, that, from my point of view, that series doesn't feel like it has what I like about Star Wars in it.
1: Um, I tried, because I've been a Star Wars fan since I was, I don't know, four or five. I was very, very young, and so, you know, I'm, um, I wanted star wars of course like everybody before we even knew the prequels were going to happen and i tried to read on trilogy i really really tried to read it several times but it just never felt like star wars to me mm-hmm. and so i never could get into it um so i i'm really not familiar with any of these characters that um you know mm-hmm. that came about post return of the jedi mm-hmm. i tried but just n- none of the stuff felt like Star Wars yeah. to me, the Star Wars that I know and love, so I just never got into it, so um, when I heard about Thrawn being a possibility, I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. they're bringing in an EU character, okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, it had the, that trilogy had a lot of ideas in it, but they always seemed to me to be more like sci-fi ideas and not Star wars ideas. Like, in not
1: movie. mythological, Yeah, I didn't really. have that sort of
0: tale ish kind of... Seem- did it seem more
1: Star Trek, it? or...? Yes, yeah. I think
0: probably it okay. did. Okay. Yeah, but bringing Thrawn back now is really interesting because that character was a great character in those books. Okay. This, this this guy who was a master tactician and had this sort of Sherlock Holmes air to him and would and examine a species, sort of culture and art in order to get an understanding of who they were and what their battle tactics might be and those kinds of things. And so introducing him again now, where you actually don't need all the backstory because they're going to give us the new novel.
1: Yeah, um, I have to say that um, I am excited about this novel because I'm excited to learn about him in a canonical way because I don't know anything about him in, from the EU, and I think that's probably a good thing. Mm. I don't know because I don't have that muddying my thoughts or interpretation
0: there's a baggage going into it yeah
1: Yeah. so he's going to be brand new to me so I'm looking forward to this novel very much because I don't know anything about him so that actually has me weirdly more excited the novel than the fact that he's in Rebels Mm -hmm. because I'm not exactly oh my gosh I know I'm not popular when I say this but (laughs) I'm not a big fan of bringing any U characters into the canon because I sort of would rather they focus on canon characters that exist like Say Ray Sloan, or you know, she's a big one, or mm-hmm. um, you know, whomever. Um, and and maybe if they want to bring them into Rebels, they could bring a new mm-hmm. character into Rebels to so use a Canon character instead of a new character. But that's just me. But because they're making a Canon novel about Ron, that's you know, that's cool, and mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. So I'm really looking forward to reading that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. It's 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 you know, it um, sounds like it's something they've been planning for a number of years. Um, and uh, yeah, it's exciting to see how they'll.
1: Yeah, sort of Kiri, uh, Carrie Hart, she's a big fan of him, right? Yeah,
0: it was apparently it was Kerry Hart and Dave Filoni that were really keen on
1: on doing it. No they were yeah. the ones
0: that first pitched the idea. Um. So yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, See it is exciting. So
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know, they wouldn't bring him in if they didn't think there was some good
1: exact story they right. could tell. Yeah, with I character. have all so was, the faith in them. So it's you know I completely trust them mm-hmm. so I'm not
0: worried about it but, um, but yeah the crowd kind of went crazy for that but there was other stuff in there that I we know, were excited wedge. about um, so Wedge Antilles kind of got <laughs> forgotten <know>. about <laughs> wedge. But I was
1: actually really excited so yeah, I was, like, I was too. Yeah. was in the Empire. Shut up. Yeah, which is a, a
0: we got a new backstory for him. Yeah. Um, which is great. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then Tom Baker.
1: Yeah. Finally, because
0: Tom Baker had said in an interview last year that he was doing something for Star Wars, and we sort of guessed that it might be Rebels, uh, a yeah. voiceover for Rebels, because he does have an amazing voice. Oh it, boy. The, the the but yeah, as a big Doctor Who fan, that was cause Tom Baker's yeah. amazing, and he's such a wonderful. If you've ever, he's
1: such a character. If
0: you've ever seen or heard an interview.
1: Oh uh, God.
0: Yeah, go and track one down. Yeah. Yeah. because he's hilarious he's the best he oh you
1: don't even know yeah. such a character he's the
0: most wonderful character um, and so to have him in there is this I mean this isn't giving anything away because it's in the trailer but he's this big creature called Bendu who is this sort of force creature who exists beyond the sort of light side and dark side beyond the sort of Jedi and Sith and sort of outside of that um, yeah. which is kind of called and Bendu is a, a word that comes from the very early drafts of Star Wars I think the Jedi were originally called the Jedi Bendu in Some of Lucas's early drafts, Um, and there's some other words that he says in the episode actually that are also from those early drafts. But I won't won't spoil that for you. But yeah,
1: I if I knew this information, I totally forgot it. So when Mark mentioned that to me, I was like, "Wow, that is really impressive that they've done this. but Um, they've gone back to very early drafts of the Star Wars and bringing this in."
0: yeah, <laughs> so that that was really exciting. So David Tennant and Tom Baker have both been Yay! in Star Wars now, which makes me very happy. Um, there was what else? There's new look for Sabine, which yeah. they talked about mm-hmm. a bit. Sabine has new hair, which
1: yeah, she and Ezra um, look like older, which is
0: they do very much. Pretty older. cool, actually. Yeah. You said Tia Sircar had requested that. Yes,
1: hair, she? she did. She did say that. That she, I think for season two, Dave Bologna asked her. Uh, if you could give uh, Sabine a new look, what would you like? Mm-hmm. And so she told him. And so when season two started and she still looked the same, she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then when she saw season the, Sabine from season three, she's like, oh, my God, that was the look I suggested. <laughs> he, he actually listened to me and he did it. Yeah. So I thought that was really cute.
0: Yeah, that was. Um, there was a question someone asked about um, Maz Kanata, mm-hmm. actually specifically asked about Maz Kanata and said, will we see her in Rebels at some point? And I don't know about you, but to me, Dave Filoni's answer said, yeah, we're going to see her in Rebels. Uh, the he way said, he answered it, that, that was my first thought. He yeah. was like, oh, she's going
1: to show yeah. up in Rebels. He said
0: that that's a good idea. He was so,
1: being quite coy. He said,
0: I'm not going to say if I've had that idea, but it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was yeah. like,
1: oh, she is showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we <laughs>
0: thought for a long time that Maz Kanata and law Santeca would both be prime candidates yeah. to be in Rebels. Because they would have been active in the galaxy at that time. And they're absolutely the kinds of people that Kanan and Ezra could have come across at some point, Absolutely. being, you know, involved in the Force, in the underground sort of exactly. Force Jedi stuff. So, um, yeah, so Maz mm-hmm. will become, which I'm really excited about. And if they can get Lupita Nyong'o, that would be, be crazy. something. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was good. and then we watched the first two episodes. Yeah,
1: and we won't uh, give away any
0: spoilers? No, other than, I mean, I liked them. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed say, them. It's, they, they were quite, there were bits of them that were quite fanservice-y, actually. There's a lot of little... Yeah, things in there that were for the fans, but I this without really giving away any spoilers about it. The story was really about uh, Ezra and Canaan, and yeah. I thought that they handled those two stories very well. I mm-hmm. thought that they would they take the characters in interesting directions, and
1: and I got a of chopper. Got a lot of chopper.
0: Yeah, I got a funny chopper. <laughs> <I
1: did. laughs>
0: so um so yeah i, I really enjoyed them it, they went by very quickly because they, I, I have did. to say I, I thought we were going to watch two episodes back the, to back individually yeah. and so i looked at my watch and said hang on, we've been watching these 40 minutes and i didn't realize oh are we not at the end of waiting the for
1: one? them to get to, to the end of the first episode yeah. like wow this is a really long first episode yeah but
0: no they put them together <laughs> yeah
1: they just um, made them into one big episode yeah. Two. so yeah uh-huh. that was really neat
0: so, yeah, that was that was very cool. Oh, we should have quickly mentioned the, the questions at the end that they got about um, wow. having just revealed Thrawn. There were immediately questions, Are oh, we going to see Mara Jade now. And then someone else had spotted a ship that looked like the Outrider from Shadows of the yeah. Empire. and said, oh, does this mean we're going to see Dasher Ender? And he was like, no, we've just given you the blue guy. Whatever. Now you want No. Yeah. So we said, no, it was quite funny. Yeah, we've
1: got to kick out it. No, yeah.
0: Yeah. That was great. So yeah, the rebels thing was fantastic. That was a really we, great. yeah. That that was such a great atmosphere. Was Everyone was so a excited. a
1: wonderful panel to be a part of. Yeah. Loved it.
0: Um, and then Sunday.
1: Oh Sunday.
0: Sunday bloody Sunday. Yeah, yeah I mean Sunday was uh, the trap. The transport Sunday. The 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 train that we take to get to the convention was the the, the DLR, the Dublin's Light Railway. And it started later on the Sunday yeah. than on the other two days. So we had to get there a different way. And having looked it up the night before, we thought, oh, OK, it'll be easy enough to get a taxi. There's all these numbers we can call. We can get a cab. There'll be something around. Nothing. Like there was nothing, nothing anywhere near the hotel. We phoned, I literally phoned the first time, rang this number, and the person said, ah, well, it'll probably take us ages to get a taxi to you. So you're better off just waiting in the taxi rank. I've never had that happen I've never Uh rang for a taxi and said, oh, don't bother.
1: Yeah, they (laughs) just bobbed us off. They were horrible. And, you know, I just found it terribly ironic that you're in the city of taxi cabs, but you can't get a freaking taxi on a Sunday morning. And
0: then, so I rang again and got a better person on the other end who said, we can sort one out, but that took ages.
1: Oh, my God. We were waiting... Oh, at least a half an hour, if yeah. not more, because she had she had to keep calling back, saying, "Yeah, we can't find anybody for you." Yeah, yeah nope, sorry, we can't find anybody for you. She just kept calling us every yeah. I don't know five just to five ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. Say we're just having problems finding a taxi and so for you. So we thought,
0: right, we're gonna miss this wristband now. And yeah, so and we, we thought, were like, freaking we're, out, we're you <laughs> guys. we hours walk away from it. We're just walk it. We just at least we're at
1: least an yeah. hours walk away from the convention center, uh, and to, to walk there at five thirty in the morning. Was so.
0: Yeah, so we we set off walking, and then five minutes later, we walked past a bus stop, and there's a guy with a Star Wars t-shirt.
1: Yeah.
0: Next to it. And we thought, oh, hang on a minute, is this he going there? So just as I was looking at the list of where the bus goes, the bus pulled off,
1: uh-huh. and it
0: was the bus to Canning Town, which is exactly where we needed to go, and it turned out it actually stopped at the convention center on the way. Yeah. So we got on that bus, and then like these loads of other Star Wars fans, people dressed as Jedi and so on, got on the bus And we bus literally
1: decided to leave one minute after we were we did we mm-hmm. would have missed the bus yeah we would have been it would have been a very different day <laughs> yeah
0: it would yeah so we were
1: it's incredibly crazy fortunate. that that life was ridiculous it
0: was it was but it worked out for us
1: it really did and we
0: got there we got our wristbands and then we sat with our heads down again <laughs> for a while yeah <laughs> um yeah we met um a great guy who we follow and who follow, follows us on twitter called uh Tarek latif Yeah um it was fantastic he spotted us actually because he spotted that you on your device had the same pictures that he'd just seen you tweet yeah I, I was, <laughs> was going, going through funny. my
1: photos on my ipad and i had just yeah. tweeted some so i was looking at more to see if there were any others i wanted yeah. to tweet and that's how he spotted us because he saw me looking at the photos i just tweeted yeah. which is so yeah. funny see it was
0: great to meet him he was, he was a really great guy, Very nice guy. Him on yeah and we, so nice and then we kept bumping into him for yeah for the rest, so for of, the rest, the the rest well. of the day we
1: kept running into it which is <laughs> great
0: um and then we did have a look at the virtual reality thing. I sort of wanted to go on that, but it, like there were no passes left. Yeah. It was like you just couldn't get into it's it. It's such a shame um, because
1: Mark really wanted to do that. Yeah. And we, we actually, that was the very first thing we did on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. As soon as it opened, we went to the virtual reality and we get there and they said, Sorry, all the passes are taken yeah. up for the day. So yeah. I was like, Okay, never mind.
0: So that was a shame. So we we walked around a bit more and we sort of walked around the shopping area. Yeah, a we bit just more.
1: perused everything, trying mm-hmm. to keep our eye out for other Twitter people as well.
0: Yeah um and then it was oh the <laughs> the Padme costume <laughs> talking about the Geonosis Padme costume mm. I did like and in amongst all of these costumes of Kylo Ren and you know so Rain. on and so forth and all these costumes for kids and adults that had the yep. Star Wars logos on and all that there was this one thing that was like I can't remember what it was called now but it was
1: uh, like adult a, a cos- costumes
0: or... for playful adults oh
1: costumes like, for playful adults yeah and it had, a, it. And yep. it had
0: a Padme um, in geonosis outfits so we probably should leave that there yeah we, really? I'm
1: like, okay
0: yep <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of funny seeing it there amongst all this kid yeah, stuff I know. <laughs> um but th- there was that uh inflatable chopper there was the inflatable <gasps> droids yeah there was all these little inflatable droids that had oh. motors underneath them and you could yeah they've had remote controls and you could bash them around yes like,
1: oh my god and like they would give the remote controls to the kids who were there to play with, you yeah. know, hoping that their parent that they beg their parents to buy one. Yeah. And whoever was running the chopper, we were like watching the robot, the little droids for ages. And whoever running the chopper was doing a really good job making him chopper like, because the person <laughs> kept making chopper like bang into the adults or he would go and he would bang into the other droids that were there running around on the floor and I was dying it was like because chopper, wasn't he it? was just like Chopper and I was like whoever is doing this you're the best
0: <laughs> it was about 10 minutes then, then I, w- you it, have it? no
1: idea how much I wanted to get <laughs> one of those inflatable like remote control choppers I was like he can follow me around the house like, yeah, that's totally reasonable <laughs> <laughs> and not we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, given how
0: much struggling we were with our bags on the yeah. way back, I don't know how we got him <laughs> home. Oh, but it was definitely. It was, <laughs>
1: yeah. That's funny. And
0: then in the food line, we should mention who we saw. Oh yeah. I was. Uh, we were. We were just sitting out there having lunch, and you were sort of lying with your head down on yeah. the table, I think. And I saw this young woman walk behind you. Um, this tiny little young woman with glasses just walks behind you and goes off. And then I turn around and I see that she's wearing a fin t shirt. Yeah. And I say to you, you know, there's a woman over there in a fin T-shirt that really looks like Kelly Marie Tran.
1: <laughs> so I popped my head up, and I was looking, I was looking, and then she turned around and faced my direction, and I was like, oh my god, that yeah. is Kelly Marie Tran! Yeah. Oh my goodness, so, she's wearing a fin T-shirt! That's yeah. the best! <laughs> she was, the, and it was
0: the Finn T-shirt that kind of, I mean, this isn't a spoiler, because John has talked about a lot of the stuff he does in episode 8 is with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, you know, it's it yeah, it's sense very yeah, was a Finn T-shirt. Um... And I think someone had a picture of her later, and she yes. had a little Ray and a Finn badge as Yeah, well, she had a really Ray and a cool. Finn
1: badge so. on her shirt too, which is so cool. Yeah,
0: but she was there just in line at the food yeah, thing.
1: with the um, rest of us, uh, you know, of, Star Wars nerds. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> just being
1: one of us. She's probably enjoying her last bits of, uh, uh, of anonymity. Anonymity, and yeah. that was, I mean,
0: part of the reason why we didn't go up to her, why we didn't yeah. tweet a picture or tweet what. Um, t-shirt she was wearing yeah. and stuff like that was because I don't know it felt it
1: invasive felt, I mean I
0: felt a little bit like I didn't want to I mean I didn't I don't know if anyone pays attention to my tweets but I didn't feel like I didn't want it to be mobbed by right. people because you never
1: you never know if somebody happens to be looking for Kelly Marie Traon and if yeah. they happen to stumble across one of our tweets and then they'd be like oh my gosh yeah. she's here and I mean, think she's
0: obviously just enjoying being around yeah she you know.
1: didn't want to um, ruin the nice quiet afternoon for yeah. her yeah um so that we was really cool though. It, it was a very cool scene. Yeah, it was. It
0: was yeah. She's tiny. Very, She's
1: very tiny. Very <laughs> tiny. <laughs> so
0: was, yeah. Um, that was very neat. Um which is interesting when we get later on to the filmmakers panel. Yeah. The future filmmakers panel, which was the final panel of the weekend mm-hmm. um that we got to in the evening should say a quick word about the warm-up acts for the three panels that we saw there's a a comedian called mark daniel i think his name was i think dj elliot was the guy that was Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um she's and they were really good they were Uh, they were very funny and
1: they were so um, good and they kept us entertained and occupied you know leading up to showtime and they were funny and and just so relaxed and very witty, and they had great interaction with the mm-hmm. people in the audience.
0: Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, they were great. So, um, not an easy job. And <laughs> not
1: then, an easy job, and oh my gosh, hats off to them yeah, big time.
0: They did great. Um, and then, the you know, Pablo hosted that panel. Mm-hmm. Kiri Hart was back, and the sort of one thing we learned from this weekend is just how important Kiri Hart is as this in Lucasfilm, you know, was the really head really of the important. story group. And I, I said to her, she's like the hand of the queen, like in Game of yeah. Thrones. Like she's <laughs> the one that, you know, If Kathleen Kennedy is the queen. She's
1: she's the hand of the queen. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and she's just fantastic. And the work that she does there, yeah. I just, this, yeah, I think they are putting something really special together okay. with what they're doing at the moment. And
1: yeah.
0: that really came out with the things that Ryan Johnson said as well. He talked about being in San Francisco, right. You know, before writing the episode, a script. He spent like six weeks working with the story group, like hammering out the story, what he was going to do, what you know, and, and working things out. And he was there at the same time that Gareth Edwards was there, and Dave Filoni was doing Rebels, and they'd all sort of bump into each other and talk about what they were doing and share ideas. And
1: yeah, it was like a it was sort of like a, a campus type feel, like very um, communal. Where yeah. They learn from each other.
0: In a really nice creative. In a very environment. creative environment, yeah. which
1: I think sounds. Wonderful and yeah. ideal, frankly, and what really, a really, really great place to uh, be creative. Yeah. You know, you have people helping you, and it just sounds great. Yeah, it really is. environment they're, boss, you know, working on. Yeah, so it, it's cool.
0: fantastic. It really is. And um, he gave us a little bit about Episode 8. I mean, not a great deal, but he did confirm that it yeah. starts right after episode seven, seven finishes which is interesting because it's you know people said well what will the opening crawl be if it's just a recap of episode
1: <laughs> seven
0: you know and that's question. but i've seen it that like the old flash gordon crawls yeah. would just recap the previous episode so if that's all it does then yep. that's you know give you a bit of context about the politics of the galaxy that's fine you know um i mean i want to see what happened next what the first words of to there and stuff like that it's you know it, that's interesting he um, talked about how it'll delve into the characters a bit more, that it sort of slows down a bit and sort of um, explores those characters a little bit.
1: I... It doesn't have
0: that rush of excitement that yeah, the first one did. So but it,
1: This is, this is uh, music to my ears to hear this, yeah. cause that's what I'm hoping for. I need it to slow down a bit. As yeah. much as I love The Force Awakens, I wish there were times where it slowed down a it bit. It does
0: rattle along, doesn't it? And it's funny, because a few weeks ago, we watched The Seven in a row, yeah. And it's very, very, it's a totally big, tonal shift. Yeah. Like you watch the first six, and they're all this very old classical style of you know, yes. pacing. And then suddenly seven is like, whoa, four. it's like,
1: whoop, ramped yeah, up. Yeah, you sort of
0: have to adjust to it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so if eight is slowing down a bit, I'll be very, yeah, very, very happy oh, with that. Oh yeah, that would um, make me really happy. And um, he talked, there were a few little filming things he gave. One really cool thing, actually, I've not seen many people talk about this whole thing where they've built the spaceships the starships where they've built the interior and the exterior they've basically built mm-hmm. the whole thing in on a green screen stage so they can shoot from outside it so they've got the whole exterior of the ship with windows so when they've got characters in the window they can actually film it properly rather than just having an insert of a window as yeah a special effect. which
1: is great yeah um, and one of the images was um billy lord yeah. sitting in the
0: she was in a ship and she was like looking out the window, yeah, wasn't yeah, she? And, and it he was yeah,
1: from the outside, which yeah, was really neat. Yeah,
0: it was it was and they had the full inside. It was like yeah, full set he, yeah, inside exactly. It. Um, that was very very cool. Um, he mentioned some of the old films that he got mm-hmm. the story group and other people involved to watch before starting out on episode H, which a lot of people are sort of looking into now and yeah. trying to find clues. There's film called letter never sent,
1: uh-huh. which
0: is interesting. There was twelve, 12 o'clock.
1: Hi. Hi. Twelve o'clock noon,
0: something like that. Twelve o'clock high I think. Um,
1: uh, but as a whole I think
0: I, I think IGN have done a good article sort yeah. of listing the different ones, but um
1: Yeah.
0: That was interesting. Yeah, I
1: love it. I love I love throwback to the classic cinema, yeah. foreign cinema. Yeah. and that was good.
0: and there was one thing that Kathleen Kennedy said about Ryan Johnson which I thought was really impressive and she would know more than anyone else, but she said he from her point of view, Ryan Johnson moves the camera as well as Steven Spielberg. And she said, there's not many people I would ever say this mm-hmm. about. So that was quite a, um, yeah, quite a bold compliment. thing. but Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we got some stories about cameos that the directors oh, of these yeah. films all had cameos on each other's films, yeah, was um, which was great. And then it sort of moved on to Han Solo. Yeah. Um, and the, the directors, uh, Lord and Miller, came out and talked a little bit about the Han Solo movie. And then just sort of thrown in at the end there, have you cast in yet? Oh, yeah, here he is. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then he came out. He was oh, kind of oh like
0: there. And then he came out, Alden oh, which yeah. we were, I mean, that was the other big hope Hope that we had for the big yeah. one was that, you know, as, as much as people, oh, we're going to get a trailer, we're going to get a title, we're going to get Oscar Isaac and Daisy Ridley and Adam, but, but that was all sort of, you know
1: hopeful. I didn't think it honestly I didn't think any of that stuff yeah. was gonna happen and so
0: but we we thought it was a realistic hope to get on errand yeah. right.
1: yeah and we did
0: yeah. and we did and he was fant- he was fantastic oh, and he's yeah. just you can tell just by seeing him talk that he's he, got the right oh thing. my goodness
1: if you see him in his other films he just has that charm and that smile and he like mm-hmm. that on stage and he just has that extra something that yeah. zhoosh, that has that Han Solo quality. Yeah, yeah and
0: he's really, and, and the Han Solo film was something I wasn't really, I was sort of, eh, we need a Han yeah. Solo film. But his casting has sort of made me interested yeah, in that. Yeah, same here.
1: Um, I remember months and months ago when they had like the four, Yeah, three or four. Three or final, four, yeah. and he was one of them, and it was like, it's this guy. Yeah, he was the one. It we, is this guy. Yeah. This is the guy whose body is handsome. We both, we the both best just looked me. at
0: pictures of him. We were like, ah, oh, it's him.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, but we even looked at, I thought we looked at clips, clips too. Clips of Hail Caesar and so yeah, on. Yeah, and, and of the other guys as well. And I was like, oh no, it's this guy. This yeah. guy's got the handful thing yeah. going on, and the others don't. And so I was thrilled when we found out, what, like, two months ago he was Yeah, cat. <laughs> we did pretty
0: much, didn't we? And they admitted that on the stage. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <It's>
1: not,
0: um... <laughs> But it's, and I know that people say, oh, Anthony Ingruber, and he does a great Harrison Ford impression, he looks a bit like him, but but I don't think that's what they should be going for. I think if you have a guy basically there doing Harrison
1: Ford, it's going to
0: make you even more aware of the fact that you're not watching Harrison Ford, to me. Oh, God,
1: no, that's Um, painful.
0: And so you're best just getting a guy who can do an interpretation of that character as a young man. Who
1: embodies the character, not not as a cop- the voice, the voice yeah. or a copycat but who embodies the soul of the character yeah. the you know who that character is yeah and,
0: he, and Alden Aaron Wright has that and, I mean when he was sitting there I was thinking that guy's going to be a film star that guy's yeah. going to be big and that's mm-hmm. the, the sense I got from him so um, yeah that was really exciting yeah it was and then John Belager came <laughs> then out John which was Bulega great you know, that was a great surprise and he's just great I mean he's always great isn't he,
1: he isn't is I but, oh I was um, so so thrilled and I was like
0: oh, and it was so funny. The first thing that Pablo asked was like, "How has your life changed?" And he said, "Well, I've just been to Tesco and like no one recognised me." <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. Was,
1: yeah.
0: Aww. But he's lazy. I he's,
1: love like, that he still shops at Tesco. Yeah, I love that as well. Yeah. Tesco's okay. like, oh, what's the American equivalent of Tesco? Okay. Oh, crikey, like Walmart. I don't know. No, not like, Walmart. As, uh, similar. As, yeah, probably similar. I similar.
0: Yeah, maybe. But yeah, that was that was very cool. Um. And he was he was great. And then and then the weird thing that happened, going back to Kelly Marie Tran, was that after John Bieger had come out, Pablo so we knew Kelly Marie Tran was there. Yeah. So we thought, ah, she's gonna come out on yeah. the stage. Yeah. And then Pablo said, Oh, another new cast member we've got, of course, is Kelly Marie Tran and then handed over to Ryan Johnson. And Ryan Johnson sort of started talking it was as if they were going to introduce her and then he said I wanted to introduce her, but at the right time, and when, like, she's ready to present herself or something, and then it, they kind of moved on,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: it was really strange, and yeah. I, I just sort of got the impression that there'd been a last-minute change of plan.
1: Yeah, yeah, because uh, obviously, I, I, I do have a strong feeling she was supposed to come out, because mm-hmm. obviously she was there, but I, something obviously happened that changed that, yeah. or ha- you know. And
0: there was kind of an awkward, you know, weird love where it just moved on, you know, yeah. to the next thing.
1: But you
0: know. um, it was, And it's funny because actually Ryan Johnson tweeted something today, and she's still actually filming.
1: Whoa. Um,
0: and it, which is interesting because obviously um, Daisy Ridley and um, uh, John Biega, Adam Driver, yeah. Mark Hamill, they've all finished. Finish.
1: Yeah. Uh, and
0: Kelly Marie Tran is still there doing stuff, which is really interesting. Oh, that's
1: very interesting on her own. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah I mean, so we funny. don't. I mean,
0: Oscar might still be filming. We don't really know if Oscar Isaac's done yet. Um, but yeah, that was that was strange, but yeah oh well you know it is oh what well. it is yeah uh, but it was cool to see
1: her anyway it anyway it was oh my god
0: and then mark Hamill and carrie fisher came out with their dogs
1: with their dogs again oh hamming it up Lord. <laughs> they yeah they rock
0: yeah uh yeah that was that was really funny carrie is just hilarious I it, love it, it would have been nice to, we'd have to at one point catch up and watch their panels yeah on we YouTube. need to we've not done it yet but. yeah we need
1: to watch the mark and carrie panels online um, um, cause see what sound like, there
0: was some funny stuff there Stories of Carrie but is, Did spanking you say out that they ended out.
1: up editing out some of the Carrie stuff? So I
0: did hear someone in line talking about that Saying that Carrie's live feed You couldn't go back and watch it again Because they must have been editing stuff out And I'm imagining oh, it's
1: dang. just I'm
0: imagining it's just like swearing rather
1: than oh, spoilers But that's but the best part I know, well, last year was fantastic <laughs> it? Yeah. Oh well <laughs>
0: um, But yeah so. <laughs> But at some point we'll go back and watch those Yeah
1: definitely okay.
0: Um, so yeah, that was it. That's
1: it. That that that's our, our so a we were, celebration. Oh, Anaheim! We weren't in Anaheim. I, no, we
0: weren't in Anaheim. <laughs> I mean, it feels like it. Um, <laughs> in, in London.
1: In London. I'm sorry. It is late here, you guys, yes. and it is humid and hot, it's and so my brain is not working. So humid all week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we were so tired afterwards. I mean, we did a day at Kew Gardens after. It's like get away oh, it was from the crowd.
1: crazy. I mean, it um, was wonderful because it was a, it was a night and day experience for me. Yeah, we
0: wanted to just be in nature, away from people. Yes, really. in the
1: open space, uh, and I wanted to go see my bumblebees. because yeah. I really missed my bumblebees. So yeah. we went to Kew Gardens and walked around there. It was for... tiring, even that, wasn't it? It was very tiring because it was probably like 95 degrees that day yeah. and very sunny, and we were exhausted already from three days of celebration. And but it was still nice to get out there. Yeah. It's been a while since it we were left there. So um, yeah. But yeah. That so was our last day in London and then on Tuesday we came back.
0: Yeah, we did. And I mean we had a fantastic time. It was a we great did. weekend. Um, we loved did. every minute of it. Um it's it's like nothing else that I've ever It's done over. it before. is overwhelming it and is. it is
1: very tiring and very exhausting. And uh if we do go next year mm-hmm, which we still, hope to we hope to. It's up in the air though, but if we go next year we have to think about how we approach it because yeah. three days in a row was too much for me just about it was about all I could do and mm-hmm. thought of four days of that including it, flights including yeah. very you know nine hour flights is yeah. yeah
0: it's frightening
1: it yeah I think I would drop dead yeah so so we might
0: have to rethink the timing of things yeah but we do want to go because it was a great experience yes it was a
1: wonderful experience next year's
0: the 40th anniversary of the yeah. hope it'll be the big episode eight years so. yeah um, yeah
1: so crossing fingers
0: yeah So crossing fingers we'll see some of you there if, if you're listening to this
1: yeah all two of you
0: yeah so thank you both of <laughs> you thank you for listening. both of you for listening <laughs> you
1: guys are the best that's great <laughs>
0: um so yeah yeah uh, thanks for listening to our yeah, podcast yeah thank
1: you if you want to follow us on twitter um i'm sarah W Y N. yeah
0: and i'm at qui-gon smith Which is um, spelled as it's pronounced, and you can probably find it in Megan's bio anyway. So just go to hers. Actually, no. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) No, I I, I talk about bees
1: and stuff. Oh, okay. You. Oh, I mentioned you. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you. Bye. Bye.